The process of landing investment banking job offers can often feel like a black box, which leads to confusion and anxiety for most of the candidates going through it. Hey, my name is Sam Shaw, and I'm the founder of Wall Street Mastermind. I've personally coached numerous students on how to successfully break into top-tier investment banks, including Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, JP Morgan, Centerview, Evercore, and PJT Partners, just to name a few. On this podcast, I'm going to help you demystify the investment banking recruiting process by sharing what the clients of Wall Street Mastermind have done to get results like these. Enjoy this episode. So did you do anything like technical at all like during your internship like uh yeah yeah i did i did i built an actual model did, that was like the presentation you did that was more just like you know putting together slides and stuff like what's the yeah. most what's the most technical project that you worked on yeah so in my in my internship the most technical project that i worked on was building a commentary for a private firm private private oil and gas firm uh so basically a commentary is uh, a document like a 20 to 30 pages document that explains the transaction how much we're lending why are we lending into the firm and of course uh, our reasoning so what i had to do in the commentary was essentially explain the deal i had to explain the industry i had to explain the, the firm overview and into more technical i would say i had to analyze the firm's historical performance i had to build a financial model do the projections and finally, I had to also explain the quantitative and qualitative risks of the industry at this particular time. I also had to assess the liquidity, their hedging strategy, as well as any potential growth prospects of the firm. And something that was really unique about that transaction when I'm mentioning it right now is because I was able to attend an in-person plan meeting uh, with the executive team, the, with the CEO, CFO, VPs of the client, and was able to, to participate, ask questions, of course, take notes so I can prepare the commentary in the most accurate possible way. So yeah, I would say uh, uh, from that experience, I feel like I definitely improved my technical skills. I improved my Excel skills. I improved my modeling skills, as well as I, I, be, I was able to, to discuss with CEOs and CFOs and understand uh, the past and future of, of that firm. So like, this um, financial model that you had to do with the projections. Yes. Like what kind of model was that? Is that just like a three statement model or what, what, what is that? Yeah, it was mostly a three statement model and it was, proje- it was projected towards the time of maturity of the, of the loan. So it, it, didn't, it didn't go like as far. You just went like four years in the future and I had to sort of based on management guidance and assumptions that I discussed with my associates uh, how to build that model and see if the firm will be able to achieve cash flow and don't uh, break any covenants during that time. So you build a three statement model to project out the next four years. Correct. Okay. So like walk me through how, what are the steps for building a three statement model from scratch? Yeah. So at first I started with the income statement. I had to, I had to uh, make assumptions regarding revenue growth. I had to also make scenarios for when the for when the industry, you know, for different scenarios for the industry price, the commodity price. And as as I was going down into the into the income statement, basically projecting on based on the assumptions, and finally I would get to the cash flow, to the cash flow to the net income that I would then 
move into the cash flow statement, the first line, and then adjust for any non-cash expenses as well as any capex uh, according to the management guidance, as well as any issuance of of uh, sorry any more debt that the, the, the firm wanted to to get from. And finally, I will make the, the balance sheet from that from all the. I mean, I will I will have the balance sheet. Uh, from the previous year and then sort of adjusted accordingly, accordingly to, the, to the management guidance. Okay, sorry. So how, like go into a bit more detail about the balance sheet. So how are you projecting the balance sheet? Yeah, so to project the balance sheet, I basically had to uh, sort of have a depreciation schedule, have a debt schedule and see how the bank, sorry, the firm will progressively pay the debt and also, uh, how depreciation will interact with capex and and sort of be able to to move forward into the future for that uh okay so you, you talked about how to project a debt schedule and that's just yeah. what you guys are learning but like what else i mean the balance is a lot more than just debt right yeah but um yeah you're right you're right so um yeah, sorry, I did this a, few, a long time ago, like a few months, uh, a month, two months ago. I have to like revisit like what exactly I did for that. Yeah, I would, so I would like brush up on it. I mean, this is just, um, cause I'm just thinking like, you know, usually for full-time interviews, like a lot of times what they're gonna be asking you is like about the work that you actually did um, during the internship. And so my last question was, what was the most interesting project? And then you talked about the, the roadshow thing that you had to do. Um, but then that one didn't really have like any technical aspect to it, which is fine. Okay. I'm not saying it has to. But okay. I want to ask, if I want to grow you on your technicals, uh, I mean, sure, I can just ask you straight up technical questions. But usually to me, that's not as interesting, and especially for people that have done some internships. Just, um, at least the way I like to interview people like that is I, I, I'll ask them about, technical questions in the context of the work that they already did, right? That's why mm -hmm. I asked, like, what's the most technical project you have to work on? And if the most technical project you have to work on is you have to build this three cinema model, then I want you to know like this three cinema model kind of inside. Yeah, you're right. You're right, you're right, you're right. So like the, the balance sheet, like you're projecting, like it's not just the cash and the debt, right? You also have to project all the working capital, which is actually like, um, which is actually probably like the most involved part of projecting the balance sheet, right? Accounts receivable, mm -hmm. accounts payable, inventory. I don't know, for oil and gas companies, maybe it's slightly different. I'm not sure. Um, yeah. But like knowing how at least, it doesn't have to be every single line item, but like knowing how the major line items in the model will be projected, I think would be important. Yeah, you're right. That's where, that's where they can ask you a lot of follow-up questions, especially like mm -hmm. someone, the, whoever's interviewing you, they actually work in the energy group. So they actually know these businesses a lot better than I do. Yeah. So they can probably ask you more, uh, more specific questions about, well, how would you project something like X? Mm -hmm. How would you project like this type of line item? You're right. Yeah, how I should revisit that. How would, you, how would you project like the amount of oil reserves that this company actually has? I don't know. I just made that up. Okay, <laughs> but you, you get my point? Yes, 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 yes. I, I, that makes sense. Okay. Thanks for listening to this episode. 
Interested in discovering how you can get personalized one-on-one coaching from Wall Street Mastermind to help you beat out the massive amount of competition out there? Head on over to www.wallstreetmastermind.com slash apply. And the street is abbreviated to ST, so it's really wallstmastermind.com slash apply. And our team looks forward to speaking with you.